The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Warning! This episode may contain festive frivolities and other things that may be Christmassy and holiday-related, such as bad language and content that you may find festively offensive. A festive. Ah, man. He came in with such a bad one. I know. I... I... As soon as I said it, it doesn't make any sense in either of them. Nah, I'm sad. What do you call your mum and two aunties at a Christmas party? What did... Ho, ho, ho! (laughs) Sorry, mum. Welcome to the Seesaw Podcast with Tea and Cleaves. Each week, offering up a great perspective on life. Merry Seesaw, welcome to Seesaw, the home of Seesaw podcast at Christmas. Coming from Seesaw Towers. Yes. What floor are we on, Cleves? Santa's Grotto floor. 25th. Uh, nine and three quarters. Pretty sure that's the air vents. It's a magical land to Santa Grotto. But don't come here looking for him because you won't get in. Not about a firm push on the front door. He's not real, like Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe is real, but his acting ability is not. Well, it's real. Real dire. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, if you're not Harry Potter and you're offended by that, uh, get a life. So, Cleves, how are things? Okay, uh, well, for once it's not just a general shitty update. Got something that's actually happened to me. I broke my heel bone. Yes, you did. One morning I woke up, I was a little bit hanging, and I thought to myself, I'll go downstairs, get myself a drink of water, and as I was walking down the stairs, I slipped, fell, and I bashed my heel. And as I got to the midpoint of my stairs, where it bends round, I tried to get back up and could not stand on my heel. So I crawled, literally on my hands and knees, back to bed thinking I just badly sprained it, and then about an hour later I woke up, tried to put some pressure on it, Still could not walk, and then I messaged your wife saying, Hey, you know, before you go to work, can you uh, just drop me at A&E, please? I mean, it was on the way. <laughs> well, sort of, yeah. Yeah. I've spent a, um, well, I couldn't fucking walk into the hospital. Like, Tasha had to basically hold me up as I was limping to the hospital doors, and we managed to find one of those crappy trolley chairs and wheel me into A&E. Nice. Book me in. And then Tash was like, see ya, I'm off to work. And then I <laughs> spent the next five hours in A&E. Nice. Getting x-rays and, uh, yeah, being wheeled about. No superpowers? No, not yet. Sitting about in various waiting rooms while they call my name. I mean, did they wheel you in the chair? Like, they did, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they literally, like, Tasha parked me in the waiting room. And then they called my name. Like, Eric, and every time I had to put my hand up, I go, over here. <laughs> And then uh, all the, like, hospital stooges, I guess. I don't know what you call them. Uh, orderlies. Orderlies, yes. Okay. What are stooges, orderlies, whatever. 
Uh, people that get the shit jobs before they get onto the good jobs. Yeah. Yeah, just basically wheeled me about. They didn't seem happy about it either. So there's a couple of things that I noted from the hospital. The first time was when they wheeled me from the A&E uh, waiting room to like the sort of minor injuries part. And they, they picked up like two or three people at the same time, also with other injuries. And another person had a foot injury. And he was limping, but he could walk on it. Mm. And we were walking down the corridor. And we must have walked past some toilets or something. And the guy remarked to the orderly that was pushing me in the chair, like, oh, smells smells around here. I said, no shit, you're by a toilet. And then the orderly just went, yeah, I think someone's shit themselves. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like, okay, let's just keep let's just keep walking. Yeah. And then, yeah, I um, just sat in the minor injuries bit for quite some time, got some x-rays, and then, yeah. Turns out I fractured my heel. So, Merry Christmas to Cleves. Tra-la-la-la-la-la-la-la, broke. You know what, though? Tis the season. What, to be on crutches? Yeah, I mean, how else you get that sympathy vote? Mm, true. Not, not through being blind. Well, definitely not. But now that you look like, uh, what's his face? Um, little Tim or... Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim, that's it. Oh, man. I'm Little Rick. <laughs> Weirdly what I call my penis. I'm joking, I call it Tiny Rick. Tiny Rick! <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? No one's going to want that while you're blind and crutched. No one's going to want it anyway. Not like this time of year. I don't know. Hang some festive lights on the end. Ball balls, if you will. <laughs> I was surprised you didn't go from ball balls to begin with where you went festive lights. I guess some sort of electrical rigging. Look, sometimes it takes me a while to get to the joke, all right? <laughs> <laughs> it takes you longer when I interrupt it. It's me even longer when I'm having to walk there. <laughs> At the moment. Oh, crawly clean. I've got a sexy boot. Get an old boot to match. You probably shouldn't. Well, get an old boot. Yeah. Yeah, nah. Yeah. Oak boots are useless. They were in fashion for a very short period of but time. But they're not waterproof either, so you they get the filthy and soaked and go gammy, like a terrible design. Mm. Are they supposed to be like Australian boots in a place where it's never rainy or like moist? I don't know, mate. I'm not an Ugg boot expert like you seem to be. I'm not an expert. You're an Uggspert. Shall we move on? Let's do it. Swiftly. So, it is Christmas. And what have you done? You're another year older and a new one's about to be gone. It didn't really make sense. I tried to make a sentence out of it, but then it didn't really work in terms of the song. Shut up, let's go on, just carry on. Okay, so it's Christmas. And what have you done? If you don't believe in Christmas, if it's not something you follow, well, let's have a holidays around this sort of time. Happy whatever you, you listen to or believe or follow. Okay, on topic. Okay, so this week, even though we've been doing this for over a year now, and we haven't spoken about Christmas even though we could have done yeah, it would have been weird to jump right into Christmas on like episode three or whatever. Yeah, instead we talked about my career in the gym industry. Hmm. We've all made mistakes. And Hitler. Sometimes you're right on the money. I mean, it's very anti-Christmas. Hitler wasn't anti-Christmas. He loved that shit. Let's move on. <laughs> I don't want to go to Hitler. So this week we're going to chat about Christmas. Our experiences about disability and all that shit, like the things we always do. <laughs> so, Christmas Cleves. And what have you done? Now, growing up, 
let's just hear about our experiences of Christmas. Right. Here's what I remember, or what I've been told about my Christmas. As a child, I was a very excitable boy. I'm not the emotionless husk that I am today. Uh, I got super excited about Christmas to the point that I would often make myself ill. Okay. I got so excited that I was sick. And this wasn't just about Christmas. Sometimes it was, you know, if we're, if we're going on holiday somewhere, my parents would deliberately not tell me about going on holiday or Christmas just because otherwise I was sick. They wouldn't tell you about Christmas? No. Nope. That comes the same time every fucking year. Apparently, I was a pretty stupid kid as well to not realise that, you know, when all the decorations were going up and all that kind of shit. What about your birthday? Uh, they probably didn't tell me about that either. Again, fucking moron. I didn't know when I was born until I was 14. They didn't give you a calendar. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know how this even worked out. But apparently, I was a, such an excitable child that they tried not to tell me about anything when it came to Christmas or holidays or anything like that. Yeah, because I was sick. I don't know whether I was sick for Christmas or not, but um, it's, it's kind of a running joke now. Oh, so excitable. I know. I'm not the stoic ice sculpture that you see today. I'm just expecting a hop dance at Christmas and then the vomit. I was still sick as a child and I'm still sick now, which is just for different reasons. <laughs> it's alcohol. Yeah. But aside from that and your parents hiding major holidays from you, what else do you remember? There's a couple of things I remember as a kid. One year, I got a Super Nintendo for my Christmas. Lucky. But my parents had wrapped a couple of the games separately. Yeah. And because I wanted to leave the big present to a last, I opened a couple of the games first. <laughs> so I had a pretty good idea what the big present was. Oh, I could have been the biggest screw you. But yeah, they just got me the games and that was it. Yeah. Yeah, to be fair, I once have gotten a gift and then my parents haven't known that I don't have that console. Yeah, it was unfortunate. We had to go and trade it in. <laughs> and yeah. then one year I got a um, like a, a remote control car and it's one of those that if you like flipped it upside down, it would still go. Uh, I can't remember what the name of it was. It was like a Tyco one. Anyway, I, I, it was massive. I opened it. I was like, yeah, so excited to play with it. Then I had to charge it for three hours before it would before it would work. <laughs> and like, obviously, I had to go to my grandparents and uh, see the family. So I didn't even get to play with it until like Boxing Day. Other than that, I, my Christmas has been pretty average. I see the family, and you know, yeah, generally kind of standardised Christmas shit. How about you? What's Christmas at teas like? So I'm one of four children. So as you can imagine, Christmas was a big thing. We always had good Christmases. I'm the second eldest. And what I can remember is my older brother would... He was like you, got very excited. But he didn't take any sort of like care or attention with his gifts. So he would just rip them, like all the wrapping off, and then just throw it to a side. Because he just wanted to get it done. And then he went back and looked afterwards. The problem with that is when he got finished unwrapping, he just started unwrapping ours as well and just throwing it on top of our piles. We didn't actually know what we had. <laughs> it's really annoying because you're going through it afterwards like, I didn't unwrap this. And he'd be like, yeah, I did. Because he just got impatient. He just wanted it to be done. But no, I, I, standard Christmas affair, really. Like presents. Um, there was a fire engine once. For some reason, Santa Claus showed up in a fire engine and gave me a present. 
Right, you didn't get a fire. Right, I thought you got a fire engine. That's no, no, fire engine showed up. I suppose they weren't fighting fires that day, and Santa Claus came and gave me a present. Oh, that's nice. It wasn't a toy fire engine. What was it? I can't remember. How do you know it wasn't a toy fire engine? I think it was a crash dummy. Oh, shit, I remember them. They were the cheapest of cheap plastic. But they were awesome. Mm. <laughs> I just remember one year we got connects. We got... um. Connects roller coaster where it's like all little bits and you put it together like Lego, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. connects, yeah. And we got the roller coaster and we set it up uh, painstakingly over like a week in the bedroom. And then because it took us so long, we didn't want to take it apart, so we were stepping over this uh, <laughs> this roller coaster for nearly a month until we came back from school one day. And my mum was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I accidentally dropped something on it." And we know that she just got pissed off with stepping over it while she's doing the housework <laughs> and just smashed it to bits. I don't blame you for that. It was a pain in the ass. Yeah, and then standard sort of like Christmas affair, really. Uh, dinner at home with the family. Didn't really see any other relatives. It's more of like a immediate family thing. Christmas dinners, that sort of thing, films. No, standard stuff. So, has disability ever played a part in Christmas for you? Not as a child, because I didn't. I didn't get spaz eyes till I was eight. Lucky. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then it's only really started to affect me a bit more now. It's a bit unfortunate if the lighting's wrong and I have to read a card. I can't really read cards very well anymore. But other than that, it's not too bad in terms of actual sort of Christmas day. I can generally see what I've opened. Yeah. And the presents and that. So that's good. But I know it's a bit difficult for some people if you're blind and it's going to, like, if you're total, yeah. you're bad, especially if you're around a load of family, innit? You don't know what they've opened. Yeah, that's true. I mean, cards can get in the bin anyway. Stop giving cards, people. Like, you're killing all these trees for, like, one day. Like, oh. It's a sentiment, motherfucker. Yeah. Actually, give something tangible or give a phone call. I hate greetings cards. I hate them. Would you hate to put all of the moon pig people out of business? Yes. You, you, you would hate that? No, I would love to put them out of business. What about all the people that rely on that, those jobs? All the people at Card Factory, all the people at Funky Pigeon? Other card-based apps are available. Adapt your business so that it is fitting in the new world. Right, so what's your, what's your plan? Um, electronic, decent electronic cards. Oh, God, there's nothing more soulless than an e-card. At the moment. If you want to say to someone, I fucking hate you. Here's then. Here's an e-card. There's no better way. E-card with inbuilt gift certificates. That's just a gift certificate. Yeah, but you could have an e-card <laughs> that comes up as a gift. Amazon already do that. Loads of places already do that. In which case... It's a fancy-looking the... QR code. Yeah, but you know what? If they're doing it and then Card Factory doesn't, others are available, then fuck them for not doing it. Yeah, greetings cards can eat a dick. Strong words from a very unfestive man. <laughs> I'm festive. I just don't see the point of cards. I just don't see the point. Here's the point of cards. You send it to someone, they think, oh, that's nice. Then a week later, they've been it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's for that, oh, that's nice moment. That's what you capture in, in a card. <sighs> that's bollocks. That disability hasn't really played a part too much. I suppose I couldn't ever read the labels and the presents, so I was relied on family members too. Give me my presents, like the ones under the tree and stuff. Cards I can't read, just like you. Never really have been able to. 
pretend to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah sometimes you can get away with it unless there's a joke on the front and it's like, oh, you just... Yeah. Yeah. But no, like, generally, not, not really anything changes. Um, I've only ever gotten one accessible gift, which I didn't appreciate. It was one of those liquid level indicators. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Why didn't you appreciate that? But it would be a nice little gift. Because firstly, it's not something I needed. Right. Well, it was just assumed that I needed it. Well, not necessarily needed it. I, I don't need most gifts I get for Christmas, but I appreciate them because there's some things that, are, that I like and are nice. Did that not help you in any way? No, because I never used it. Well, uh, whose fault's that? But I didn't need it, so why would I use it? Well, maybe to make things easier. But it wasn't a problem I had. You don't know, you don't know it's a problem until you bought the solution for it. Tell that to your egg pan and your pancake pan. <laughs> Look. <laughs> <laughs> They're not my pans, okay? Convenient. Freddy Redcap, the boiler, he's back. Yeah. Oh, Miss Bilton. No one misses Bilton. Everyone misses Bilton. Get emails all the time. Where's Bilton? Well, stop emailing yourself. <laughs> Christmas, you're going to come off as lonely. I don't email myself. I send myself greetings cards. <laughs> that, Ironically, extra... paper ones from Moobie. <laughs> that's an extra sort of utility. Yeah. Fuck it hell. Oh, God damn, Fred. Shut up. It's not going to show up for a while. With this liquid, like, I want to hear like other like accessible gifts people get. Because are they good gifts? I know they're expensive in a lot of cases and sometimes you don't want to pay for them but it's like an accessible gift is like getting someone a saucepan for Christmas in your case you can never have too many that's true but are these sort of things good like okay in any context something can be the right thing for the right person I'm going to acknowledge that but it's like getting like clip folder for Christmas just because you need them at work it's like doesn't mean it's a good gift. I don't know. Like, getting that water level indicator was like, thanks? I'd rather have the 20 quid. Was that the worst gift you've ever been bought? No, I have been bought some really questionable gifts. For jazz? Okay, so here's one. It's going to sound very, very mundane. Uh, what are you calling it? Comedy socks? Right, okay. I don't mind a pair of comedy socks. Don't buy comedy socks. Because you know what? I get my socks, they're all the same colour, they're all the same cut, like they're all identical, so when it comes to pairing, it's just mindless, you know what I mean? I don't have to worry about colour, pattern, they're all the same. We get comedy socks, like Simpsons socks that has a joke on it, and it's like, okay, fine, I'll wear them once, and then they go in the wash, and then I'm never going to be able to pair them again. Well, you will, because there'll be any ones that don't look like the rest. Yeah, but when you get a couple pairs in circulation, it's <laughs> weird. I just don't want comedy socks. So you, no prefer, you, you prefer comedy boxes, then, because you can't get wrong with them. Yeah, because it's only one pair. Yeah. I don't have to pair them with something else, do I? You might do. Pair them with your socks. <laughs> box and socks. Yeah, exactly, yeah. There's a company for you. Get out of the card industry and make box and socks. How about you? Shit gifts? Not that I can actually think of. To be honest. Well, that was a disappointing answer. <laughs> Sorry, mate. 
That just means that you have people who love you unconditionally. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I do. And they give me good gifts, but there's that the odd ones here and there. But again, if you get like weird gifts, let us know, because I'd like to know that. Like, if you get like wheelchair lubricant or something like that, it's like, this ain't a fucking gift. <laughs> or maybe it is, I don't know. That's, that's what you want. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, fine. Like, would you accept a long cane as a Christmas present? Yeah, providing it's the right size. It's 40 quid I've saved. They got for free from a friend. Don't give a shit, as long as it's the right size. Okay, so, Christmas parties. I missed mine this year because I was ill. I missed mine because of other circumstances. By ill, you mean <laughs> you, you... Yeah, you were ill, actually. It went for uh, Yeah, it wasn't yeah. born the I was genuinely ill. But how you found them in the past? Yeah, good. I've enjoyed it. Like, it's, I'm always a bit anxious going out with like people from work because I don't hang out with them all that much compared to my actual group of friends. But normally, once I'm out, it's normally not too bad. More normally all right. Yeah, I find the same. To be honest, like being around work friends, they often forget how crippled I really am because I try to be as normal as possible at work, and then it gets awkward. What you, what, what your Christmas party is normally like? Not ours normally is, involves like a meal and then like a. A disco or some sort of activity like this year it was at a comedy club and I've been to meals in the past it's usually just involved drinks they're uh, okay Christmas story with tea Christmas stories with tea will you get the punchline before he delivers it Christmas stories with tea Christmas stories with tea warning stories may not be short so there was one time I did go to a Christmas do and we just went to the pub and just drinks like the managers and I went with my guide dog and a couple of drinks. We were all drinking quite heavily. We had been for a while. Don't really know this pub either. Go to the bathroom and I know that they're all urinals in there and uh went in there and looked down, sort of like unzipping myself, looked down Get get my business out, and I just started. Thinking, Why is this urinal got taps? I just couldn't figure. It out. I'm looking at it like it's the first urinal. I'm not clocking onto this. It's like it's really weird. Hmm. And some bloke taps him on the shoulder and goes, "Hey anyway, mate, steps you right." Turns <laughs> out <laughs> it was a sink. And then when I was walking out, you had to duck down to get into this toilet for some reason. Um, but then I was walking out, I didn't duck out and I smashed my head on the door frame. Wasn't an issue until I got home, I had to peel my, uh, I was wearing a beanie hat off, I had to peel it off because I actually cut my head from my beanie and like, there was blood all over my head that <laughs> stuck my hat to me. Christmas stories with tea. Pissing in a sink, being a relatively short story affair. Christmas stories with tea. Story clocked in at 1 minute 11 seconds. How are you out? Uh, how are you out and about eating your food? Christmas dinner is a bit of a thing. I'm not a fan of roast dinners. No, you think they're school dinners, quote unquote. They are basically school dinners, and they suck. Everything suffers for it. You've you've had some pretty strong opinions about Christmas. Firstly, with the cars, and now about the food. I like my Christmas how I like it. Foodless and cardless. I love food. I don't love cards. But you love bland food, so turkey, you're out of your alley. I do love turkey. <laughs> I love pigs and blanket are my jam. 
Right, okay. I don't really eat pork. I don't really eat pork, but I love pigs and blankets. Pork wrapped in pork. Exactly, but I love it. Love my Yorkshire puddings as well. So I have a thing that I will try and put things in my Yorkshire pudding and then eat it like it's a cookie. Yeah. How? Firstly, how are you describing it as a cookie? Surely it's more like a taco, like a batter taco. Okay, yeah, that's a better analogy. Yeah, British tacos. Okay. What what exactly are you putting in there? Uh, some carrots, a bit of turkey, maybe a pig and blanket. Right. And just like a taco, do you take one bite and it all falls out the front of it? No, you tilt it the other way. Right, okay. You tilt it like downwards okay. so it catches. That's the beauty, that's the difference between a taco and a Yorkshire pudding because there's a back to it. Okay. <laughs> the taco doesn't. Yeah. It's more like a wrap. Yeah, basically. An open top wrap. You've got to be careful with the amount of gravy you put in there, though. Right. Because the gravy... Do you not, do you not put your gravy all over your dinner, though? Yeah, you do. But in, which rather... case, in which case, Yorkshire's going to get a bit, a bit of a soggy bottom, in it? No, but I always make sure that I take my Yorkshire's off the plate before I put the gravy on. It sounds like there's a lot of work going into this. But it's delicious work. Right. <laughs> That's actually your I, problem. I just, I just, just think eat your dinner, mate. <laughs> yeah, but it's school dinner. I've got to make it exciting. By putting stuff in a, in a what is essentially a batter cup. Yes. Yeah, people do that, don't get me wrong, but they don't pick it up with that with their hands and eat it like a like a taco. Yeah, I do. Blinky okay. forever. Right, no, that's fair. I mean, as long as it's dry, who the fuck cares? Well, that's what I'm saying, it's probably not gonna be dry. But I make sure it is dry. I don't I'm not sure that's gonna be the I case. I take them off the plate and put them on the side. You've got a side plate now? No, like like on the table. You, Okay, maybe on the table if I've been drinking, but sometimes it's on like the plate that has like the the bread. Let me ask you this question. Let's say it's not it's not it's not Christmas, right? You just think to yourself, I'm going to have that classic English dish, toad in the hole. Okay. For anyone that's not in England, is a huge Yorkshire pudding with basically uh, sausage and mash in it and gravy. Do you then pick up that big fat bowl of gravy filled? bangers and mash and then just start chomping down and because surely that's just going to be one fucking huge shirt mess no why would I do that that's mad oh god you, I don't get it because when you've got little Yorkshire puddings they're only small right and they've got a dimple in it and you can put stuff in there so does the so does the toad in the old one yeah but it's they're big, big. yeah but they're big the size of a fucking plate well that's alright all you need to do is fold the sides in according to you and because they've got a back on it then you can eat it like a big old fucking taco <laughs> you're going too far with this. You know why it's different. That would be a fucking mess. So would the other ones. No, because you have control about how much you put into it. I don't. I'm not quite sure that's the case. I'm going to show you one day. We're going to have turn the hole, and then I'm going to get these little taco, little taco puds. <laughs> right. And I'm going to show you. It's so different because you have all the control over the small ones. Because you're loading them, where turn the whole audience of stuff in it. Well, you don't have to put it in. You could have it in like well, five, five, five separate dishes, according to you. You could take that, that Yorkshire pudding oh, off the plate, Jesus pour Christ. all the gravy and the sausage and mash on, and then just slowly load it in. I mean, you could do that. I mean, I'm not going to. But you would if it was on a smaller scale. Yes. All right, fine. You're <laughs> not going to win here. I think I already have, no, in, in the sense that I just eat my dinner like a normal human being. Yeah, boring human being. <laughs> tomato, tomato, potato, <laughs> potato. 
Ah, oh, potatoes will get onto those. Apparently, I eat them very weird. You eat Yorkshire's weird by the sound of it. Right, do you want to finish then? What is your most favouritest thing about Christmas? Favourite thing about Christmas? Now, I could say love and peace and your fellow man. But you know what? It's a well-stocked cheese board. <laughs> no, we'll stop behind that. What's your favourite kind of cheese other than knob? So I do, I do like... Dick. It's not so much the, the cheese. It's more like the stuff you can put with it. So Right, in like, your case, the mushroom tip. Cockback. Well, you can have that with it if you like. Jingle bell. Uh, so I like things like cheddar. Red Leicester's pretty good. But then, like. Boring. Red Leicester's like the blandest of the cheeses. Yeah, they put chutney on them. Oh my god, this is you all over, isn't it? Let me take something really bland and then tell someone that it's the best thing ever because I add flavour to it. I never said it was the best thing ever. Yeah, I just you say did. that I made it my own. This is totally you all over. I love chicken because it's super bland. Yeah, but you add stuff to it to make it nice. Yeah, I like Red Leicester because it's super bland. Yeah, but you add stuff to it. You're a miserable bastard. <laughs> I'm just but saying. I'm, I'm just saying. Why not have something that has flavour to begin with? Example. Um, I don't know. You get that like Wednesday with cranberries in at Christmas and shit like that. Like you know, fun nah, cheeses. Pass. Too much flavour for you. I like Stilton. What kind of white or blue? Blue. Yeah, that's, that's all right, I guess. It's pretty flavoursome. Well, it's very flavoursome. Mouldy. Yeah. Mouldy as shit, but... Yeah. That's fine, yeah. I'm not a fan of camembert. I like pâtés. Pâtés are good. I like Pat B. <laughs> or a Patsy. No. <laughs> Pat Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> no, but a good cheese board. You can't go wrong with that. Yeah, that's true. Everyone has a good cheese board. You don't have a little bit of soft cheese on there, like, uh, what's that, like, roulette, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. I Decent. like Boisson. Get a bit of garlic cheese That's what I mean. That, like, Boisson, I was trying yeah, not yeah, to yeah. use the brand, that's the brand. But that stuff is the bomb. Yeah. It's really good. On crackers, and you can have a little bit of ham on the board as well. Pretty good. Different pickles and chutneys. So that's what I'd say. Like, I, I never used to like cheese, really. But I've just really grown into it, and it's mm. decent, with, especially with a nice stiff drink that gets you stiff. That's where the cheese comes in, and I imagine in your particular case, yeah, the bland of the best. And that's how it's managed to grow into you. Hundred percent. The mold props me up. Oh, what about you, Cleves? Tell me your favourite things. So I can shit on it. Uh, <laughs> my favourite thing about Christmas is um, probably giving presents. To people, I guess. I don't mind buying presents for people. That part's all right. I can't say anything negative about that. And I like, um, I like, at Christmas each year, we tend to go out with like for a Christmas meal with our friends. So that's always pretty good. Like going out and doing Christmassy shit out and about in town. I like the Christmas markets. I like the lights. I like all that kind of stuff. Christmas pub, cool. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, hanging out with people, doing sort of Christmassy based activities. Fair. I can't really shit on that. I was hoping it'd be something stupid. Like, no, no, no. A Christmas cake, and I'd be like, oh, that's fucking shit. I'm all about the giving, whereas you're all about the receiving. <laughs> you know what? I give cheese. Okay. That's good to Knob know. Knob cheese. Yeah, no, that was a play. Yeah. So I expect a, a fantastic gift from you. I already told you I'm not going to get you anything this year, so. Good. Get your card. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I'll get you an e-card because there's no there's no other way to tell someone how much you hate them by getting them an e-card. Please do. <laughs> Sign it from Phil Donner. 
Yeah. <laughs> I've only got like five from Phil. Oh, fucking prick. He won't stop sending them. It's quite embarrassing. He's a cunthole. <laughs> just because you ain't got one from him. He's not real. <laughs> not to you, he's not. You just have to believe. <laughs> Sprinkle a fairy dust and he'll be there. Add on that. Have a great Christmas, everybody. Merry holidays. You're so PC these days. I've got to be. Have Hit a great me. Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and all the rest of the holidays. Ramadan. Ram- yes, and Ramadan. Any more for any more? If we've uh, missed you out, don't feel bad. You just need to advertise more. That may be true. And there's, there's your hint for uh, where I work. I've got to be very PC. And I don't work at PC World before anyone sent that smart-ass comment in. Steve. Penis collector. Yeah. Right. Merry Christmas, please. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> you could have said Merry Christmas to you. You're such a dick. Oh. <laughs> I know that's what you wanted. The one nice thing you could have done this year. <laughs> one nice thing. You know what? I'm going to push you down the stairs and break you up. Oh, fucking foot. I might break the same one twice. Good. Roll those Christmas credits. Thanks for listening to the Seesaw Podcast. You'll find us on Facebook at Seesaw Podcast, Twitter, Seesaw Pod. You can email us at seesawpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on TikTok and Instagram at Seesaw Podcast or Seesaw Pod, depending on which one we want. But get us on the other places. This podcast was recorded in front of a blind audience.